0: you are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2021 michigan conference camp meeting held at cedar lake michigan we pray that the lord will bless you as you listen
1: father in heaven thank you that we can have this time together we're just so thrilled for the beautiful people that have come today they have come because they want you they want your ways we need more of your presence, your plan, and your power in our lives. And I pray that you'd be with Rich and Rhonda as they share with us each exciting day, unfolding some new principle of health and wellness. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Hey, one thing I wanted to just kind of maybe start off with is that there was a couple of places. In fact, we, we had just arrived at CAM meeting and someone came up to us and said, oh, you're Scott. And apparently somewhere it said that I was Scott. Have you seen that? Uh Aha! Right on the wall before you come in here it says Scott and then in here it says Scott. I can assure you I I go AKA Rich, okay? (laughs) So just know it's rich. It's not Scott. Scott is a real good name, and I appreciate that. But uh, if you say Scott, uh, don't think I'm ignoring you. Okay. So we were told that there was going to be quite a few people here. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, why are you here? Just real, real quickly. Why are you here? Okay, learning. Any of you done hydrotherapy? All right, quite a few, but actually the majority have not. Uh, anyone that... Had you even heard of hydrotherapy? or Okay, very good. So, all right, good, good. So let's go ahead and see what we can do here. Um, sorry if I'm standing in way. I'll kind of try to move a little bit. Uh, every person should have a knowledge of nature's remedial agencies and how to apply them. It's kind of nice because uh, we give this seminar to, a, um, to many different types of groups. And um, many times we have to leave our, uh, some of our quotations out, but it's nice to be able to, to use uh, full impact. That's the Ministry of Healing, by the way, page 127. Okay, hydrotherapy. What is hydrotherapy?
3: Hydro is water, and therapy
2: is cure. So, water cure. How about that? Put it in a sentence it's the treatment of disease by the use of water. Healing at your fingertips. Water is, is in every home, it's inexpensive. Even if you were to fill your bathtub full of hot water, that's a lot of hot water out of the, out of the water heater, isn't it? But it's still less expensive than some of the alternatives. Uh, simple equipment. Uh, this represents, wouldn't you say like most, almost all, everything that you need. So, and probably if you kind of look, you say, Oh, well, I've got that at home, I got that at home. You, you probably got 95% of this at home already. And it's easy to apply. Now, the thing of it is, it is really easy to apply. The tricky part is actually doing it so that you start. There's a lot of little details, little details, but they're just simple little details. So, like my wife likes to say, I'll kind of steal her thunder, and that is, when you kind of watch this and get an idea, uh, maybe you'll buy a book or whatever it is, please test your knowledge and do a treatment on on a healthy person. That way, whenever you get to a sick person, you're not going to be thinking, Ooh, am I going to do this wrong? I'm going to do it on a healthy person, so you got good uh, feedback, and that will be that'll take a lot of the pressure off. I'll guarantee you. Uh, Designed for healing, so versatile: solid, liquid, vapor. Okay, so ice, water, water, and steam. No side effects if done properly. A side effect, what, what would be the side effect of applying a water treatment? Ah, exactly right. And then also in regards to cold, uh, you know, damaging the skin, too much cold, uh, perhaps. Uh, excuse me? Uh, you know, that could be a side effect, yes, but that wouldn't be a damaging side effect. That would just be something that would be very positive. Yes, detox, so it would be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Non-toxic, of course. That's pretty neat, huh? You find anything in life that's non-toxic anymore? (laughs) Hardly. Ideal for heat transfer. We're going to concentrate on this one for just a little while. Enhances natural healing. And uh, this is a real good one. Uh, Whenever you can find something that actually works with the body rather than against the body, hydrotherapy is perfect for working with the body and using the body systems. That's why it's so effective. It doesn't work against anything. It works with the immune system. It works with the circulatory system. It works with the nervous system. With, with, with. That's the The primary thing to understand, it works with the body. Uh, And also decreases antibiotic resistance. So uh, Rhonda's going to be talking about that in just a bit.
3: Uh, Why use
2: hydrotherapy? Uh, Prevention of illness. Okay. Uh, One thing that Rhonda and I have found, we'll tell on ourselves, oh yes, we do get sick. Imagine that. Um, However, we have found that if we will, do you know whenever you're first getting sick and you have those little tiny uh, symptoms, that little tickle in your throat, the little fatigue, the little, and if somebody around you has had those same symptoms, it's even easier to tell, "Uh uh-oh, I think I'm in trouble, because you know their symptoms, and what they've told you, and so on. We have found that if we will uh, use hydrotherapy aggressively and consistent from the very beginning, that we can either nip that illness in the bud, or if we do, if we get over the top, you know, and we do get sick, that generally speaking, that... We can cut that illness at about 50%. Not bad, huh? So if it's a two-week bug, by the way, when I was a kid, there used to be one-week bugs. Now it's two-week bugs, and it's four-week bugs. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, mm So, but 50% of the time. So if it's a one-week bug, two-week bug, we have it. And the symptoms never really get as bad. Uh, somebody who has not had the opportunity to do hypotherapy on themselves. So, nip it in the bud. Uh, Recovery illness. Reduces the time of the illness, like I mentioned. Uh, Injury recovery. Decreases swelling and pain. Uh, Of course, that would have to do with, like, if you had a musculoskeletal uh, injury using ice and rice, or R-I-C-E, we'll kind of cover that uh, as time goes along and muscle and joint pain relief, stress reduction. I think uh, probably Rhonda and I will need a little bit of hydrotherapy after this seminar, actually. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Perfect health depends
3: on what? It depends on perfect circulation.
2: Sear that into your mind. It's interesting because if you look at illness today, uh, I like to say, I'll step out on a limb, that if you look at illness today, if you were to track things back to the origin, it's very possible that one of the major contributors, if not the major contributor, is there is not a good Uh, flow of blood in other words there is a congestive process going on in the body and uh, so if we can reestablish the perfect flow of blood what's in the blood life itself everything of course you got the nervous system and stuff like that but all of the healing abilities in the blood so effects of hot Blood flow dilates the blood vessels. Metabolism, speeds of, uh, speed of reaction in the body. Uh, metabolism, kind of look at it as the chemical reactions that are going on inside the body. Whenever you um, heat something up, you may remember in your chemistry class, when you heat an element up, what, is it, what do the molecules do? They, they speed up, don't they? Yeah, They get a little zazzy. And so that's kind of what we're doing is we're applying heat and the chemical reaction of everything that we're heating up is speeding up and that's what we want. You see that? Did you see that? When you speed things up, when you speed that, uh, those elements in the blood, that they begin to react faster, therefore the healing is faster as well. Uh, White and red blood cell activity, of course. We're going to speed it up with hot, pulse and respiration. This is one thing, this is kind of a a caution, a cautionary note. If someone has a high pulse rate and also uh, they're breathing fast, you have to be careful with this because heat will even increase that. So you've got to be cautious and help people to kind of settle down before you apply too much hot because it's going to go up. And uh, that's really, honestly, that's really not too much of a problem. In fact, I don't know that I've ever had. and It's been 30 years now, so that's how much problem you're going to have with it. pulse and respiration too high. And then perspiration. Is it good to perspire? Yes, it is.
3: Very good to perspire.
2: Okay, Cold. Decreased blood flow constricts blood vessels, organ congestion, decreases organ congestion, muscle reaction, pulse and respiration, and pain. Now, the thing of it is so if I want more blood, so I use hot, right here, whoops, sorry, and I want the blood vessels to dilate so there can be more blood flow to an area. Why in the world would I want to do that right there? Decrease the blood flow. If out of one side of my mouth I said, I want more blood, and then the other side I say, oh, we're going to use cold and we're going to decrease the blood flow. Why do you suppose that would be?
3: Very good. Yes. Go for it. That's an interesting concept.
2: What uh, the answer is, mm-hmm. when you uh, send blood in with using hot, that blood vessel opens up. Okay? You can see it in your mind. So that fluid is going through. What flows more efficiently? A very... Broad uh, body of water or a narrow body of water? What goes faster? Narrow. So if I apply hot, and here's this great big river that's nice and wide, what's happening? Slow a lot, but slow. So what we've got to do is we've got to counteract that so it doesn't get sluggish and get congested. So we use cold to begin to bring those blood vessels back. And you see what's happening? We're going fast, slow, flush, not flush, flush, back and forth. See? It's kind of like the heart. Like that? And that's how we do it. We're literally telling the body, this is what I'd like for you to do. And we're gently telling it to not get congested. Does that make sense? I hope that was clear. Uh, okay, so you're going to decrease organ congestion because, remember, it's coming, in, it's coming in with the warm and then it's going out with the cold, so you're going to be decreasing congestion by using cold in conjunction with hot. And uh, then the rest of them are pretty self-explanatory. Okay, general effects of hot and cold. It speeds the body's healing ability by increasing nutrients for healing, red blood cells, which are the oxygen carriers, white blood cells, which are the immune system, and uh, waste product removal. Pretty good combination, huh?
3: Yeah, good combo.
2: All right, so how does hydrotherapy work? Uh, You go to your doctor, whatever it is, PA, whatever, you get on the edge of the table, They have the little red hammer. What does this have to do with hydrotherapy anyway? It really has everything to it. So you sit there, and you know what's going to come next, and they hit your knee, right? And you feel kind of silly because your foot jerks, and you don't have really any control of it because that's the way that the nervous system is working, and it's called a reflex arc. The reason that you don't have control over it is because that signal of that little hammer hitting this little tendon right here it's not that signal that's going from there is not going to your brain it's actually going to your spine and your it's well it's the central nervous system and it automatically reacts that's what happens so it's called the knee jerk reflex So it's nerve impulse only. So how does that, so it goes to the spine, not to the brain. Now, how does that relate to hydrotherapy? So when you apply a hot and a cold application to the skin surface, you are, this is what you're doing. The skin, so uh, skin to organ reflex. Uh, and that's the example of the knee jerk. So the hot and the cold application on the skin surface will stimulate the underlying body organ. So it goes from the skin to the spine to the organ, and thus the organ is stimulated. When I first was learning hydrotherapy, it seemed like logically that the heat or the cold was penetrating deep inside the core. But in actuality, it only goes a few little centimeters inside the body. Well, what if the, what if the organ that I'm trying to affect is actually right in the middle of my core? How in the world is it going to be affected by hot and cold if that hot and cold can't reach it? So what's the answer to it? The nerves. The nerves are actually stimulating that organ deep inside my core. And not only is it doing that, but it's way more efficient than hot and cold could ever be because it goes directly to where it needs to, directly to that uh, organ and to stimulate that organ. So you're getting millions of little interactions in in that organ uh, when you apply that hot or cold to the skin. Does that make sense? This is the real you know, you don't really need to even know any of this, but what a great thing to understand it in your mind so that whenever you're applying, you actually see, oh, yeah, man, I'm really helping this person in their in their blood flow, in the stimulation of the organ that is congested, for example. This last year, what was the organ that was? Lungs, right, right, right. Yes. So... Um, yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of people had different reactions, but lungs seem to be a real... Okay. So, real quickly. Uh, sorry, you, a lot of you are not going to be able to see this, but you can see the circles, right? Okay, let me just kind of point out some circles. So here's the, the back and the front. So, if I... Speaking of lungs, so let's say I have lung congestion. So you see this large uh, square rectangular? That represents the lungs. So if I want to stimulate the lungs with hydrotherapy, what I'm going to do is I'm going to apply a hot pack on my chest. I'm going to, and it doesn't totally necessary, but I'm also going to apply a hot pack to my back. So if I'm lying on the table, by the way, we're going to be demonstrating some of this. So I'll just plant the seed right now. And then that would be good. But there's somewhere else that you can apply that heat that will stimulate the lungs as well. And that's right down here. So lungs, lungs, and lungs right here. And so uh, those three areas, if you really want to hit, Hit it hard, that's what you do. It's called a general revulsive treatment, which is a hot pack treatment. So uh, so all the rest of them, you have kidneys, you have stomach, and so on and so on. Uh, oh, the, the uh, nasal mucosa. Uh,
3: do I have the ability to tell a story? Let me tell
2: one. Story. She said it was okay. We had this. This was a quite a few years ago, but it was it was really impactful. We had a gentleman who had had a um, a headache for quite a number of years, and he had struggled with uh, sinusitis, uh, sinus infection, things like that for years, and he'd tried everything. Of course, you know, headache. I don't know the any of you. I'm sure none of you have headaches out here of any consistency. But if you do and have, then you know what it's like to have a chronic uh, headache all the time. Well, that's what this guy, he was really listless. You could just tell in his eyes, you know how you just, you felt bad for him. Now, the problem was, is that when he first was introduced to uh, hydrotherapy, or nat- actually lifestyle, uh, medicine, lifestyle, uh, education, things like that, He wasn't really yippy-skippy about it. He didn't really, it was like, I don't know about this stuff. Very skeptical. Well, he was introduced to the use of hydrotherapy. And so it kind of piqued his interest. And what he did was, he, he came and he said, you know, Rich, I have had this sinus problem and these headaches for years. Do you think that hydrotherapy would help me? And I says, you know something? It will not hurt to give it a go. So uh, the instructions that were given is to use. Uh, it was in his case, he had a, a sink, and but you'd, you you could use a small container like this, and to have a washcloth or a hand towel. Hand towels even better. Soak it in really really hot water to where it's not stinging, but really hot. Then put it over your sinuses, and then have another. And towel, soak it in either iced water or super cold water in the sink and then do that at the proper interval. So he, all the instructions were given. So uh, that evening, he did as instructed, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. And um, so the next day, so he, did, he did what was uh, asked. Next day, he came to me and he said, Rich? Just want to let you know, it didn't work. Was there disappointment? Disappointment. But I think he did this for effect. But then he kind of, uh, you know, a few seconds, you know, like, a, there's a certain amount of uh, uh, time that you have to make a lapse to make your point. And um, then he began to grin. Grin. And he says, it didn't, didn't work for about 15 minutes. And so he says, I went ahead and did it. And i oh, this is worthless. He went to bed and uh, turned out the light and uh, for about 10, 15 minutes. And he said, all of a sudden, my sinuses just don't. And he says, you know something?
3: I do not have a headache for the first time. I don't
2: know how many. Pretty neat. Huh? Now, i saying that's 100% for every person, but I can tell you, that has a lot of potential, doesn't it? Such a simple thing of hot and cold. Neat. So, nasal mucosa. That's what he did. He did the treatment right over the nasal, over the sinuses. Okay. Uh, no, he did He may have done it the, the next day. Uh, I would recommend... Though, absolutely, that's a very good point. That normally I would recommend probably for at least a week or two doing it at least once to two times per day. Yes, consistent and aggressive. Aggressive and consistent, that's the thing. Write first signs, aggressive, being aggressive. Aggressive. And then also consistent, and that's a time or two every day for a couple of weeks. Thanks
0: for and then if you have any problems after that, every time you have a problem. So. Okay, we are going to talk about superbugs for just a minute. One of the most serious health threats that we have is superbugs that will not respond to antibiotics. Um, two million serious antibiotic-resistant infections yearly 23,000 die from antibiotic-resistant infections. And um, C. difficile infection is a very aggressive uh, infection. 250,000 are directly related to antibiotic use and resistance every year, and 14,000 die. And germs can become resistant to every antibiotic. And this is where the immune system comes in and where um, hydrotherapy comes in because hydrotherapy is not dependent on um, fighting. You know, when you have an antibiotic, they have given you a specific one for the specific uh, germ that you have. And the neat thing about uh, hydrotherapy is you don't have to equated. I mean, hydrotherapy works with anything, a virus or a bacteria and any bacteria. The Lord made us so that it would work. And that is one of the biggest blessings of this. There's two parts to the immune system. We're just going to go extremely superficial. Innate or non-specific body defenses is one part, and adaptive or specific body defenses is the other part of the immune system. The innate or non-specific are just the surface membranes, our skin, mucous membranes, hairs, cilia, these things that protect us from germs. And then there's the cellular chemical defenses, which are phagocytes, which are specific blood cells that eat um, things that aren't supposed to be in your body, neutrophils, macrophages, natural killer cells. Um, The inflammatory response is a way of defending our body against um, microorganisms. Different things, all these things are part of the immune system that are general. They will fight any bacteria or germ or virus. Then there is the adaptive, which is the B lymphocytes, which make antibodies. They will see a... um, uh, foreign substance and they will make a specific antibody for that substance, such as COVID-19. Your body will make a specific antibody to that. And um, this, the T lymphocytes, they're cell mediated, so those kind of work together. And there's overlapping between the two parts, yes? Um, usually, a long time, if not forever. You know, the next time your body encounters it, it will say, yes, we have something to counteract that. So do you see the difference between the two? Um, one is works on anything, and then the body also works specifically on um, different um, germs.
2: So
3: in the body, there's a cell that specifically,
2: it's a memory cell. It remembers and then, whenever that is uh, there again, it remembers. And then it begins to produce
3: whatever chemical it takes to destroy this. Yeah.
0: Okay, so hydrotherapy and COVID 19. COVID 19, I mean, this is a very simplistic um, explanation, but COVID 19 depresses the innate immune response. It depresses especially the production of monocytes at the very beginning. When the COVID-19 first enters the body, that's what it does. It depresses um, that the monocytes, and that's the first line of defense, well, after, after the skin and all those things. But
1: the monocytes
0: are one of the first things to attack it. At any virus or um, germ of any kind. The neat thing is that hydrotherapy hot and cold stimulate the innate immune response and especially the monocytes. So when a person first has symptoms of COVID-19, even if you don't know if it's COVID-19, if it's flu, cold, whatever, immediately start doing at least hot and cold showers. Um, There's a number of treatments that you can do. The neat thing about hydrotherapy is that it's so adaptable you know if you don't have anything but a hot foot bucket and your hot water and a foot bucket, you can use that um there's It's not just one treatment that's you know some will be more effective for certain things, but um there's many treatments that will work from the same results but from different aspects maybe so for um covid nineteen What some of the best things you can do is hot and cold shower or a hot tub bath. A hot tub bath is very aggressive. We'll be talking about that later on. Fomentations to the lungs would be a very effective way to deal with COVID-19. It stimulates the innate immune response, especially the monocytes. The shower, hot and cold shower, does it generally throughout the whole body. The, The treatment to the lungs would... Um, and also the hot tub bath. Those would be general stimulation of the immune system and the monocytes, but the fomentations would be more specific for the lungs specifically, but it's going to work throughout the whole body because you're affecting the blood flow, blood flow through the whole body. Another, some other things for vitamin D, I mean for COVID-19, is take vitamin C and D and selenium. These boost the immune response. Zinc prevents the virus from replicating and decreases inflammation. So that's very important too. And they're discovering more things all the time that work with this. And we get zinc in our food too. But, um, you know, if you're thinking, uh, we're taking it every, you know, frequently now. I wouldn't say every day. Yeah, I would say, especially during the season or if you're concerned about having it or whatever, um, they have found that people that go into the hospital with uh, higher levels of like vitamin D and some of these things, zinc, have a much better outcome than those who have low levels of those. So those are some very important things. NAC and acetylcysteine. Uh, is a new supplement that is, I never heard of it before all this, but um, that's something they're saying that's very good, that reduces the production of the pro-inflammatory cytokines, which cytokine storm is what often hits at the end if you haven't done any of these things, and that's what often uh, takes them. So see, the the COVID-19 reduces the immune system, comes in and sets up housekeeping and, and... because the immune system isn't responding, and so um, then it, then it at the end it just it overwhelms your body. So uh, hydrotherapy is extremely valuable with COVID nineteen and taking some of these supplements. Okay, so one thing we want to stress is that hydrotherapy is only part of the picture. You all probably know about New Start. Nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and trust in divine power. They are all important. When you get sick, the first thing you do is determine, what am I doing wrong? And usually, if you're like me, it's you you haven't been getting enough sleep, you haven't been drinking enough water, maybe you've had a few more sweets than usual, whatever, more stress, all these things Make it so you're not as able to fight off um, germs, illness, virus, whatever. So, it's important to determine what you are missing and correct that. And then hydrotherapy. is. If you just keep, keep um, doing the same thing, you keep stressing and you keep uh, not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, hydrotherapy probably isn't going to overcome a whole lot. So... Okay, just some quick things. Um, I'm thinking that we we need to cut this short. So what I'm going to do, we'll finish this, but it won't be right now because we need to have Cheryl tell us about her story of how hydrotherapy um, has affected her life. And so while you're coming up, Cheryl, I'll do this one more slide. So we talked about establishing the cause of illness. Review the New STAR Principles. See what you're doing wrong and correct that. Treat aggressively from the first signs. That's what Rich talked about. Never overstep your comfort zone. If you um, do not feel comfortable doing something, you probably, it would be a good idea to get medical in We are not saying that hydrotherapy and some of these things are going to replace ever needing to see the doctor again. But they can help you many times at home and so that you can, won't have to go. But, and that's why we're telling you, and when there is no doctor to go to, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do. Okay, Cheryl, come talk to us. Cheryl is, um, we work together in North, South Dakota and uh, so I learned her story. We're
4: dear friends, and I'm looking forward to hearing it again. Okay, can you hear me all right? In the back, okay? Okay. Um, like I mentioned, this is, this is very stressful because my presentation usually takes an hour, and I was told I need to scrunch it into 10 minutes. So we're going to go fast. You probably won't even be able to take notes. Okay. Thank you, Rhonda. It's great to work together again. This is our very first experience at a Michigan camp meeting, and it's been awesome. We've heard many years about Michigan camp meetings, and now we understand why the word has spread so far, even to Arizona, where we live. So uh, we've received a real blessing, and thanks, Rich and Rhonda, for encouraging us to come. Since we live in Arizona, and you probably don't know us, it might be of interest if we share just a little bit of background real quickly. We ended up providentially moving to the Black Hills of South Dakota, not knowing anything about an Adventist Lifestyle Center. Amen? And you might know the Lifestyle Center that we worked together in. It was Black Hills Health and Education Center, located in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. Well, we had never heard of a lifestyle center other than Wildwood and Weimar. And uh, we didn't even know about lifestyle. We'd never attended any, any center and uh, learned all these wonderful things. So we counted it a real privilege that we were able to work there. But you'll see why God led us to just this very location. After a time, we were asked to join the staff at Black Hills, and not as a dentist uh, or a violin teacher, but to help in the lifestyle program. Now, we had not, um, we had been working in Loma Linda, and uh, Fred was teaching in the dental school, and I was teaching violin at Loma Linda Academy, and we retired early and decided to move to the country right and uh, we loved it in South Dakota and we learned so much as you can see we learned so much of this and it was such a blessing to us Um, but we had not intended to have a retirement job and even though we've always had a great interest in health healthy living Uh, nutrition, uh, diet, exercise. We knew nothing about these treatments. Uh, We were very, very ignorant. So we were given, um, when we began working there, there was a program in progress for guests, lifestyle guests, and uh, the outgoing therapist was leaving and the incoming therapist had not gotten there yet, and so they gave us a crash course in what you've heard today. I mean, in just a day or two, Ariel Roldan, he he just packed all of this in, and we started giving treatments just uh, the next few days to lifestyle guests who were there. And uh, it was exciting to learn. I mean, we were learning right along with them. Anyway, uh, as part of the program, I also was asked to share my testimony because it's really powerful in uh, how God leads us. To, uh, to the information that we need to help us in life situations. Do you believe that? We do too, for sure. Now, uh, we're going to be here uh, till the end of the seminar today, and I'm going to go very quickly through this. If you have questions, we're happy to visit with you afterwards if you want, but we're just going to go straight through. I call this my save-a-leg testimony. It truly saved my leg from actually being amputated 26 years ago. 26 years ago. I had polio when I was two in the epidemic of 1949, and uh, I was paralyzed from my neck down to my feet. Um, I, I was just like a limp rag doll, essentially. I couldn't sit up. My legs wouldn't work. They were totally paralyzed. and And uh, it was devastating to my parents, you can imagine, especially my father, who was a physician and probably brought the virus home from the hospital because he was caring for hundreds of children, especially with polio. Well, my mother deserves a gold medal. She was taught the Sister Kenny hydrotherapy treatments. And I don't know if you've heard of Sister Kenny, but it's a fantastic story. And she was an Australian nurse that came to the United States. And there actually, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, exists the Sister Kenny Institute, which is still there treating people who have had stroke, not so much polio, but other conditions. Well, she was taught these hydrotherapy treatments and massage that took two hours in the morning of her time and two hours in the afternoon. She devoted four hours for my treatments every day for months. And I had an older brother and sister who were still at home, too. So you can imagine uh, my gratitude in my heart. I I didn't realize it, of course, at the time I was too young, but as I've grown older, it's more evident, even more powerful. And if it hadn't been for her dedication and perseverance, I would not be able today to walk, to drive, to cook, to keep house, to travel and enjoy life like we do now. Amen. I mean, this is only the power of God. I did end up with two full-length leg braces, little ones, a back brace and crutches, and I had to learn to walk all over again. I also had many, many surgeries, reconstructive surgeries. But I was mainstreamed in school, and uh, I received my master's degree from the University of California in violin performance and taught for 30 years. So, again, see, it, it was just amazing how God has really kept me going. When I was about, well, I've had very, very few problems, actually, with my legs and my back. Um, i 'm pain free, which is amazing. I mean, I see people all the time that look perfectly normal and they 're in excruciating pain so that's that 's a huge issue, no pain most of the time. So when we were missionaries in Guam, I was about thirty four years old, and um, I got cellulitis in my left leg from it 's a very serious kind of an internal under the skin infection that can be sepsis, it can get sepsis, and of course it can be fatal, and uh, it it needs to be taken seriously and treated right away. At this time, of course, we had no knowledge of lifestyle treatments, and so what was I given? Antibiotics. Well, I thought that was great. You know, I didn't know any different. Uh, In a few days, I was up and going around and everything was well. I never thought that it would occur again. Never thought. I just thought, oh, that was a fluke thing. But I was wrong. It reoccurred many times, increasingly more often, more serious, and each time stronger and stronger antibiotics were administered to arrest it. Until the last episode... And I actually was hospitalized for a week on IV antibiotics to save my life. Serious. Well, at this point, I knew I was in trouble uh, unless I could get help. But I didn't know where to get help from. I didn't know who to talk to. But so, I—I've always been interested in prevention. Uh, Anytime we can prevent something unnecessary to happen in our life, it's a good thing, isn't it? We can prevent a fall or prevent an illness, uh, an accident. And I was big into prevention. So I thought, well, I'm going to go ask my orthopedic surgeon just what I can do to prevent this from happening. I, I figured that out, and that was part of lifestyle. We have to get to the root, right? And uh he looked at me, and he said, "I'm sorry, I really don't know of any remedy that will help your leg, but I would like you to visit my friend, the vascular surgeon, and um right away, you know, surgeon, well you know your your history you know unless something intervenes and so um i went uh, i went uh, very I was very uh, compliant, and I went and saw him, and it wasn't five minutes that he was in the treatment room when he just told me, uh, you're just going to have to have your leg cut off. It's not going to do any good to you the rest of your life. And I thought, you know, he wasn't even professional enough to use the word amputate. He would just, ah, oh, flippantly, I just have to have it cut off. So... Okay, so anyway, um, and then he told me all the advantages of being an amputee, if you can possibly
0: understand.
4: Well, I was not even ready to consider having my leg cut off, but I didn't know what to do. So this is the awesome part of the story. God is so good, he took care of me, and he led us on a trip to Tennessee for a completely different reason than we had planned. And the friends that we were staying with had invited Dr. Roby Sherman, friends of theirs, does anybody know that name? Former medical director of Wildwood, for dinner that day. So in short, I just very briefly, just before she left, I bent her ear and, and asked her to please help me. What can I do? And in her confident manner, she instructed, you just write everything down. That, we, that that I say to you and you will have no problem with your leg and you will not have to take antibiotics anymore. And she said this with such assurance. I mean, I'd never heard of these things, and I was skeptical, but I figured I don't have anything to lose trying hydrotherapy and charcoal, and I have everything to lose if I lose my leg. So I I gave it a try, and the the hydrotherapy treatments that she told me about were the hot and cold foot bath, but I call it leg bath because I just made it come up higher on my leg, and how to make a charcoal poultice. Okay, so this encounter with Dr. Sherman happened in 2002 before any knowledge of lifestyle, and I can say with assurance, it works. It's been now almost 20 years. I have not taken any antibiotics. I've not been in the ER or the hospital. I still have my leg. God saved it. And it's such a small investment, 15-minute treatment, followed by learning how to do a charcoal poultice. So um, I'm going to just thank God for his goodness to me and what he allowed to happen to me originally. He has more than made up and I give the glory to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome.
1: Thank you so much. What a blessing. And the following the sessions following this one are going to be practical intensive, learning hands-on, but these principles are very very important. And I'm very very thankful for the testimony today of a saved leg. Now, does that mean that there's never a place for a clinical intervention, never a place for an antibiotic ever? No. We are not saying that. These precious people are not saying that. But would you agree with me? I mean, think about these hand washes. 99 point something kills the bacteria. What about the 40,000 that are left? they They're gaining resistance. So everything that we can do to lessen our interaction with these very powerful, at times, life-saving drugs, everything we can do, prevention can be the cure. Amen? So I thank God today that we can learn these principles. I've used them for years, and I want to show a picture of what my natural remedy closet looks like that I used during the uh, pandemic. I'm going to ask if to put the picture in one of these. Uh, It's been such a blessing. I've made so much minestrone for people you can't even believe. (laughs) So let's stand for prayer. And we will continue tomorrow. We have lots of demonstrations to do, lots of exciting interaction. We thank you for the principles that you've shared today. Let's bow our heads. We want you to be able to have time for questions, too, as the demonstrations are done. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for this time that we can spend together. Thank you for this wonderful story of a restored life. And I just pray that you'd give us a vision, help us to use what you have given us wisely, that we can reduce suffering and see those miracles that you have in store and win many, many souls that will look up lift up their heads and receive Jesus Christ as a personal savior help us father to learn more each day we thank you and praise you in Jesus name amen
0: to listen to more of these presentations you may visit the audio archives at misda.org/audio2021 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcast